not like people sit around and say in uh, in Guadalajara, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have, give it to a coyote, take us across the border, leave us in a desert. The country doesn't want us. We don't speak the language. Won't that be fun? On Fox is Janine Pirro talking about soft on crime consequences. I mean, what what does that even mean, right? Um, so there's an alternate universe on some uh, coverage. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 172. Day 172, day 185, when Joe said, oh, I'll never abandon Americans. And we do have news out of Afghanistan. Uh, JustTheNews.com, John Solomon, Daily Caller, others now breaking the story. We now have a whistleblower that has come forward and is claiming a full month before Afghanistan fell to the Taliban, which, by the way, the whole world saw the Taliban on the march. But, OK, the whistleblower from the CIA saying that they specifically urged Biden and the White House to evacuate Americans and their allies while American forces had the ability to protect them. Now, Biden ignored the whistleblower's advice and left what he himself admitted later were 15,000 Americans trapped behind enemy lines. And here we are, a hundred and what is it, seventy-two days later, and they're still trapped behind enemy lines in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. On July thirteenth, we offered to work with them to help evacuate our partners, said former CIA officer Matt Zeller, who was working as an as early as last February to ensure the protection of Afghans who had helped America. He told Axios, we all saw this disaster coming before the inevitable occurred. They didn't get back to us until August 15th. That's the day that Kabul fell. They treated us like we were chicken little. They didn't believe the sky was falling. Newly leaked notes made during the White House Situation Room meeting uh, as Taliban fighters gathered outside of Kabul in Afghanistan, highlighting their lack of preparedness. What have I, I, I told you this had all happened. We're the only ones that talk about it. These people, fellow Americans, stuck, trapped, hostage. Thousands of green card holders, even military family members. And yeah, our Afghan partners are being slaughtered. Being pulled out of their homes and either killed in broad daylight in the street or just never to be seen or heard from again. You know, oh, and here's another beauty today. You're going to love this. You know, circle back, Saki, circle back as chief White House propagandist. Uh, they're now beginning to distance themselves from their previous assessment that Russia poses an imminent threat to Ukraine. Well, first of all, they do pose an imminent threat to Ukraine because they still have the troops there. Hundred to 200,000 troops and all the tanks and all the armor and all the munitions. That would be a threat. So actually, they had that part right. It was the part about a minor incursion that that lit everybody up. And no, I don't think we should go to war with Russia. I believe in a Cold War. I think we should be, for our own benefit, forget them, be outproducing them energy-wise, supplying our allies 
uh, in Western Europe with all their energy needs. You know, what, what is, oh, Biden has now threatened, the administration's threatened a, that they're going to cut Russia off from their supply of semiconductors if they invade Ukraine. Let me tell you how that's going to end. They're going to go to China. You're going to push them, put Putin right into the arms further. It's going to be a bigger bear hug between China and Russia and Iran. Great idea, Joe. Just brilliant. U.S. now calls on U.N. Security Council to hold a meeting on North Korea's missile test. Oh, that, that's really going to mo- motivate Kim Jong-un like he's going to give a flying Adam Schiff. He's not going to care. Um, but all of this. Oh, we do have classified State Department. This is just the news dot com email declaring Hunter Biden undercut U.S. efforts in Ukraine. Oh, look at that. Look, he see here the State Depart- Bar- Department also warning Iran is has enriched so much uranium that further negotiations to resume the nuclear deal will be pointless. That was in the Washington Free Beacon. All right, that's the news from around the world. We'll, 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 we'll go back to domestic issues, even though this is all percolating in the background. And guess what? It's not going to end well for anybody in any time soon. As a matter of fact, it only has a, you know, the ability to end badly. Um, we got a lot of media news. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is suspended. Whoopi Goldberg is suspended for two weeks. Uh, CNN fake news president Jeff Zucker resigns. The reason given, I am not buying, not one bit. And I'll tell you why. Because everybody, everybody, even even on the Drudge Report, that the relationship was an open secret for years and years and years. This is not the reason that, you know, he's he's out. I was I was I was wrong, he says in his his statement. Uh, and he puts out this long statement where he resigned after revealing he failed to disclose a romantic relationship with a top ranking colleague. That's not there's a much deeper story here. The person that he's dating is served as the communications director for former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, the older brother of Chris Cuomo, who he fired. And I'm pretty sure that Chris Cuomo, I'm guessing, is going to sue CNN and he's going to win because they say they fired him with cause. Well, if they didn't want him helping his brother, why did they allow him and his brother to be on TV so often? This is not even going to be this is a slam dunk lawsuit for Chris Cuomo. And that's not going to end very well. You know, he said he admitted to the to the relationship when he was asked about it during a recent probe of Cuomo, who at the time was hosting his show on on CNN. And anyway, now apparently they obtained new information, et cetera, et cetera. And they fired Chris. I acknowledge the relationship evolved in recent years. I was required to disclose it when it began. And I didn't. I was wrong. I quit. I'm resigning today. That's what he says. That's not why he resigned. I'm telling you, it's so much deeper than that. There's no way Jeff Zucker resigned over the stated reason. I don't believe it for one second. Do I believe that story? Linda, do you believe that? Never. I believe nothing that I hear from CNN. It's all fake news. <laughs> That's actually a good point. And he, he used his for the final stenographer moment. You know, Humpty Dumpty is out there tweeting all of his propaganda out there. Um, that's not it at all. It was a consensual relationship. Nobody's disputing that. Right or wrong, put it aside. It's If two people decide to get together, that's a choice they make. That's and why not is he reason. the only one that got fired then if it was consensual? Isn't this the guy that, you know, got kept, uh, hired the, the Zoom masturbator? 
You know, it's unbelievable. Well, I think he was already hired when he did that, and then they brought him back. No, he was working there when it happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was already there, and okay, then they didn't let he, him go, and then they let him come back. He fired for it. I mean, it's just... It's a disaster. You just, you just can't make this, this Adam Schiff up. You can't. You really can't. Um, I want to address some of you that are mad at me, and I want to just deal with it head on. For my entire career... And my entire time on air, for the most most part, I'm talking about the, the last 25 years that I can remember, or all my years of Fox, I have been encouraged repeatedly to lead boycotts. I have been encouraged repeatedly to, you know, ask for people to be fired and canceled, and, and I don't do it. And the list is way too long for me to start naming names. Uh, I'll use Bill Maher only because I've had to defend him more than anybody and i hate bill maher i think he's a jackass he's been saying some interesting things lately but he's still a jackass and he hates me as much as i hate him and by the way i i'm doing this in the hopes that he takes enough shots of me on the air and i'm totally cool with it i'm a public figure you know what i hope he's at least funny about it be funny about it these other comics they're not funny so anyway i do it because I believe in something called freedom. Now, what Whoopi Goldberg said was, well, part of what she said was dead on accurate. She talked about, and I interpreted it as, she said, no, this is about man's inhumanity to man. That's true. That's called evil. And But what she was missing is the part she kept saying it has nothing to do with race. It had everything to do with race. The master race. Uh, that, you know, this sick, ugly, demented, twisted you know, mindset of a madman by the name of Adolf Hitler. And we lost 6,000, I'm sorry, 6 million Jews were slaughtered in Nazi Germany. You can go to the death camps to this day and visit them. And you can see pictures. I don't know how many of you watch the History Channel like I watch the History Channel it is chilling. It is frightening. It is it, it. You cannot believe the degree of evil that exists. I wrote a whole book about this. I actually did. I talked about, for example, like in places like Auschwitz and other death camps, how they would get people in these trains. They pack them in the trains and they had a whole system. The Nazis. This is how evil and ugly and twisted and this whole ideology is. Of, as their pursuit of a master race. Yeah, it had to do with race. And they would say, oh, are there any nurses here? Oh, good, we, we have need for you in the camp. And any, any uh, people that have any crafts, car- carpenters or, I don't know, whatever the craft happened to be. Yeah, they stepped forward. They created false hope in people. And then they'd send them right to the gas chambers and murder them or incinerate them. I mean, how does a human being get that evil? I don't know. I think it's very hard for good people to wrap their mind around such evil. She got it wrong. She didn't know. I don't know what it is. Now, some of you are mad that I don't say she should be canceled, fired, boycotted. I'm never going to do that. And I'm going to tell you why. There's no need to. Because every one of you out there that listen to me on this radio show i can't force you i wish i could i can't i can't force you to watch my tv show i wish i could but i can't nobody can force anybody to watch the view i don't watch the view years ago i was stupid and i went on that stupid program uh 
and I didn't like it. Whoopi, in particular, was always very nice to me, and and she had been on my show a couple of times. I'll tell you what 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 I know about Whoopi Goldberg, and this is from my interactions with her. We're not friends, but my interactions with her. She's like a hippie. Whoopi is like peace and love and do your own thing, man, and and that kind of thing. Now I don't know. I think. That show's format kind of brings the worst out of some of the people that are on the show, and they start screaming and yelling at each other. Um, but I don't see meanness, cruelty, hatred in her, in my experiences at all. And if I had to guess, she probably doesn't really know history that well. That's a guess. I don't know. But I'm not making excuses for her. I am just saying... We've got to all embrace something in this country. We're having a hard time with it. People are having a hard time embracing the idea that there are different views on vaccines. I don't have a hard time with that. Ultimately, you're going to live and die based on your decisions to get it, not get it. The arguments have been made. And I think I think the debate is over. People have made up their minds, especially now, you know, that unvaccinated, uh, fully vaccinated people with boosters and even natural immunity they can now transmit the virus also. And I've never told anybody, this is a lie that was said about me yesterday, I told people there's no need for the vaccine. I never said that. I never tell people what to do. I said, research, talk to your doctor, take into account your history and your current condition, make a smart, wise decision. And I believe fully in science. I've gone over all that. But as it relates to let's be Americans and be a little tougher and accept that we don't have to watch shows. If you don't like Joe Rogan, don't watch Joe Rogan. You don't want to listen to him, don't listen to him. If you don't like The View, don't watch The View. If you don't like this host or that host or this show or that show, don't watch it. Don't listen to it. But embrace the fact that you have this freedom and that you get to choose. You don't have to subject yourself to anything you don't want to listen to. And the idea that we're going to cancel and silence and and fire and do I'm not in that camp and I'm not apologizing for my position. I'm saying we ought to be mature enough to embrace freedom and embracing freedom gives you the power to do what you want. You want to get the vaccine. You have the information. You don't want to get it. You know what the potential consequences are. You make your decision and live with it. I'm all for freedom. Medical privacy, doctor-patient confidentiality. I'm for whatever show you want to watch or listen to. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. over jeff sucker resigning it's no if people are shocked it's not over the fact everybody knew about this relationship that he's had with this woman for many many years i mean years years. and years i had a videotape sent to me years ago i'm like 17 years enough already and it's consensual it's two grown-ups having an affair who i don't know if she's married but he's definitely married he's got kids it is what it is i just don't understand why they didn't fire her yet well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch, but it has that's not the surprise here. I think the surprise is yet to come, and I think it's connected to Cuomo. Mark my words. See if I'm if I turn out being right. Um, I'll give you another example of freedom. I, I, I don't like our our athletes in China. I don't. But apparently there's multiple countries and athletes are going to boycott the opening ceremony in Beijing. Um, the 
uh, Washington Post put out a piece that Olympic athletes want to show solidarity with the victims of China, China's government, the Chinese government's human rights abuses have been preparing to boycott the opening ceremonies. For several months, U.S.-based activists have been meeting with Olympic athletes from several Western countries uh, to speak out against the government's mass atrocities, their repression of the Uyghurs, the minority Muslims, uh, the Tibetans, people in Hong Kong, their threat of, of taking over Taiwan, et cetera, et cetera. And the athletes have come under pressure from the IOC to oh, avoid controversy. You know why? Because they all want to make money. But this is freedom. If they want to boycott it, boycott it. If you don't want to, don't. Do what you want. Didn't the IRS scandal and the NSA atrocities convince you? You need a watchdog on Washington with insider sources. You need Hannity every day. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. We've got all these media stories. Uh, Fake news President Jeff Zucker resigns uh, saying, well, the relationship with this, this person involved... Katie Couric outed it in the, her book, which, by the way, I think was pretty mean of Katie Couric. Um, I, I, you know, at what point do you, do you draw a line and say, you know, I'm not about what do you want to ask me? Go ahead. I can see what you, I'm just like, you know, I want to. OK, so two things. I don't know. I have a view question and I have a Zucker question. Which one do you want first? Zucker, because that's what I was just talking about. OK, what? so the Zucker question is. Why didn't you do anything with the information that you got, if you got tape or audio or whatever you got? Because it's none of my business, number one. It's, it's, it's his pers- um, personal life, and I'm, I'm not about hurting kids and, and families. I, I don't want that karma in my life, ever. That's between but, him and his family. That's, not, that's none of my business. Okay, uh, so do you, you, do uh, you think you, that he would have done that you, for you? No, I think absolutely <laughs> not. No. Okay, then. Um, and, and I don't really care. I mean, that's the other thing. These, everyone else, they, they seem to care. At the end of the day, uh, I have, I'm strong enough, confident. The word confident in Latin means with deity, with God. I'm confident that I have laid everything out in my life that I know that I've done wrong to God. And, and we also either, know that the FBI and the DOJ will release your text messages at least every three years. <laughs> yeah, so we'll know true. anyway. We'll know anyway. So I we're mean, good to go. You know, it's uh, nothing that I haven't really been through. That and and by the way, there are people. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a wise ass. You know that <laughs> it's you, like it's you ridiculous just, you're just because a, you're just it would never happen to ass. them. It would never happen to no. them. No, I have some advice for Whoopi Goldberg that I don't know if she's going to listen to or not. She, I think, if I if my read on her is right, and, and I'm I'm just telling people because people I owe my audience to tell my audience the truth. And like when I said Donald Trump would govern conservatively, I'm saying the same thing about Dr. Oz. And some people are pounding me. Oh, you, why do you know? He's, he did this topic about this. I'm like, yeah, but that was his guest. That wasn't him. Um, and when I know things, I just tell the truth. And I met Whoopi and I'm I, it, she's I said like a hippie. She's all about like peace and love. I know it doesn't come across on the show, but in her real life, I don't sense a person that has hatred towards a group of people. I don't see it at all in any way. I have not seen it. 
And I know they're all the clips of all the crazy fights that they've had on The View and Hannity. They'd never do this to a conservative. And that's the problem with conservatives. You guys never go for the jugular. Um, I'm sorry. I am, I am standing on principle here that we have freedom to choose to watch or listen or not watch or not listen. And I'm not apologizing for that. Um, my advice to Whoopi would be she probably is thinking today, screw it, I'm going to quit. Don't you think that's going through her head right now? I mean, no. I would. She's had a I'd successful have... career, like enough already. All right. Well, she, true, but I don't. if she wants to leave eventually, that's fine. I, my advice is do not quit in the middle of a fire. You get, you get back on your bike, if you fall down, and you go. And show people that she's tough. You know who I ended up admiring a whole lot? Um, and I met her once at one of these Hollywood reporter things. You know, I was like the top media personality things that Fox made me go to, which I shouldn't have gone to. Anyway, because I hate these things and I hate seeing these people. They hate me and I hate them. Um, but not hate. Hate is a strong word. Um, I dislike greatly. Um, and I met Martha Stewart and I said, you know, you don't know me and I don't know you. I said, I watched everything that happened to you and I could not believe how you well you handled all of that meaning she got on the plane she went to jail she got off the plane she came back and she started living life again and she didn't whine complain cry she just was tough i kind of admired it um so my advice to Whoopi would be they want you to quit don't quit make them fire you don't quit my advice to joe rogan is a little bit different now the problem that Joe Rogan might now be facing and Spotify might be facing is, okay, Neil Young is a nobody. Who, by the way, if we're going to talk about um, misinformation, uh, there's comments that he made at the height of the AIDS epidemic. If you want to go back 400 years or Joni Mitchell has a history of wearing blackface, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Do we want to go back that far? I mean, at some point, the statute of limitations has to run out on on dumb things that everybody says in their life. Joe Rogan's problem is different in this way, and you correct me if I'm wrong. If Taylor Swift pulls her catalog, or Beyonce, or Jay-Z, I don't know, maybe Miley, I don't think Miley Cyrus would do it. I don't see, I, I saw her on Joe Rogan's podcast. It was actually a very interesting podcast. Um, Justin Bieber, or Drake, and or anybody of real substance now, in not these aging, you know, grandparently, grandparent-like old hippie rockers, uh, you know, if they if they start pulling from Spotify, that's their business. So my advice to Rogan is stop apologizing and don't worry about it. And I'll tell you why. Because he can platform himself and every one of his viewers of his podcast, within a week he can be back up and running and everybody will flock to him. If anything, he's going to end up with more viewers and more listeners than he ever had before. So... You know, if anybody knows, I don't know Joe Rogan. That's the advice, if he asked me, that I would give him. You think that's good advice for both? I think you're very diplomatic, and um, that's probably well, one of your strongest. I mean, well, I just kind of feel like, you know, Spotify needs to stand behind any of its talent. because. So the flip side argument, the devil's advocate argument for me is, 
there's a lot of music on Spotify that I find incredibly offensive and uses, you know, slurs against women or curse words or, you know, certain styles of music. You're hitting a very important point. Hypocrisy. Yes. Yes. And so I'm like, you know, nobody is saying any of that is offensive. Nobody is saying any of that would mislead today's youth into thinking that this is an appropriate way to think about certain types of people or certain, um, you know, genders, et cetera. This is all acceptable. But when somebody says something that's going against, you know, what's considered the new norm and they want to speak out. And the thing is, is that there's a lot of people that agree with Joe Rogan, as is evident by his 50 million plus listeners. It's crazy. No, he's got it's crazy. Talk. Let me add this, because Rogan's really being criticized because of the decision between him and his doctor on the therapeutics. He said he threw everything at COVID. He threw monoclonals at it. He threw uh, HCQ at it, ivermectin. The only one that I, I've not seen any data on ivermectin, no medical data. So I, And Merck does not support or authorize its off-label use. But put that aside. He made a decision, and my answer is, I don't know Joe Rogan, but I'm grateful he didn't become a statistic and he survived and he told his audience what he did. And that's what talk show hosts are supposed to do if they want to share certain information. I'm, I'm more private than your average talk show host. Um, but that's just that's my own personality. And we all have unique personalities. The other thing is they got mad that he interviewed Robert Malone. We'll get into this later. But Malone, without him, we probably wouldn't have had the Moderna and Pfizer uh, vaccines because he helped create. He was pivotal in creating the mRNA technology that led to it. He just thinks it's being overused. And it should only be for, you know, people with comorbidities, compromised immune systems, uh, obesity, pre-existing conditions, and, and people over 65. That's, that's his position. He's not anti-vaccine. His technology allowed for the creation of these vaccines. So, but are you not allowed to have a different opinion? And, but there's also another conversation, Sean, that, that Malone was very clear on. So was Rogan for that matter, is that you don't even have to talk about the vaccine. You're just anti-mandate. You know, well, there's a lot that's of people freedom, that are Linda. Yeah, that's they're yeah. vaccinated. They just don't believe in the mandate. They don't. If you don't want to get it, that's fine. I've never well, gotten a flu shot in my entire life. And I got one every year. We've and you get one every year. Good yeah. for you. That's your business. <laughs> that's as far business. as I know. As far right, as I know, that's your thing. business. Everybody's got to make their own choice. This is why I didn't don't play doctor on radio or TV. And I, I'm not going to give I'll give it out later. My my usual spiel. But the reality is, is I don't know. I'm not qualified to tell you. And all these people that say they're qualified, I'm telling you up front, I'm not. But check, ask your doctor, do your research, take it seriously. That's all good advice. All right, let me move on to politics. Rasmussen, more voters now say Joe Biden is one of the worst presidents ever. And I'm thinking, you're just figuring this out now? Anyway, Rasmussen, they came up with a survey. Uh, they rank him below his two immediate predecessors and... You know, worst ever is it's, you know, Joe Biden, 54 percent worst ever. Only 15 percent say the best. Um, there was an interesting exchange with this judicial nominee. Um, Kenley Cato is her name, and she wouldn't answer Ted Cruz's question if whether or not racial discrimination is wrong. Well, if you can't answer that question, that's an issue that will likely come before the court then you have no business being on the court. And then Biden claiming the Constitution is always evolving slightly in terms of additional rights and curtailing rights. Okay, 
this living and breathing document argument we have put to rest a million times. Sure, you can have a constitutional amendment. That happens. Very difficult to do. But the idea that the principles behind it change, no, that's that's not what originalism, which we believe or constitutionalists believe. I won't go into deep detail on that. Uh, bad, you, want to, you want to know why the economy is not going to get better? There's a Fox Business article. California now is going to ban oil and gas drilling. I mean, this is the dumbest thing we have ever done in our lives. You go from energy independence, net exporter of energy, and now we're begging OPEC and Russia to produce more oil. When we could be producing it ourselves, it's good for national security. It'll cure the big inflation problem we have at a 40-year high. Oil is now priced at $90 a barrel, headed towards $100 a barrel. And some estimates are saying it could reach $125 a barrel by the fourth quarter of this year. Okay, good luck filling up your car, heating and cooling your home, and good luck with everything you buy in every store you go to. Other bad news, the unemployment report that came out um, just recently, non-farm payrolls uh, jobs forecast you know, range from a 400,000 monthly decline in January to a 250,000 advance. Now, let me tell you, this is a tricky one because what the White House is preparing for the worst, that means they probably know. A report earlier Wednesday said that companies lost 301,000 employees in January. Now, that was in Bloomberg. We'll, we'll get the final figures later. Oh, but we did set a record. Linda, did you hear about this? National debt exceeded $30 trillion. Good job, Joey. You did good. $30 trillion for the first time. Okay, we're screwed. You know what we're doing? We're, we might as well take a sledgehammer to our children and grandchildren's future because we're robbing them blind. We'll never be able to pay this money back. And what we should do is tell China to go pound sand after the COVID virus and they went and we shouldn't pay them back a penny because a lot of the debt they hold which is another stupid move on our part u.s job openings quitting remained elevated towards the end of last year consumer pessimism growing as inflation is accelerating um companies unexpectedly cut three hundred one thousand jobs in january adp says <laughs> it's not unexpected by the way, the New York Times is even getting on board. A normal supply chain, that's unlikely for all of 2022. The New York Times is admitting it. Oh, I thought Joe was getting those ports together in, oh, um, where is it again? Oh, um, um, Long, Long Beach, sir. Long Beach, Long Beach. Joe, Joe, wake up, wake up. Um, these are scary times. By the way, crime, Ugh. New York up 38% since Eric Adams became mayor. Nancy Pelosi's son allegedly tied to a fraud and bribery scheme. That's not good. Uh, thank goodness Joe Manchin said yesterday, build back better is dead. It's a dead issue. It's done. That's good news. We now find that the squad members spent over $325,000 while they're out there, you know, pushing defund, dismantle, and no bail laws. They spent for themselves $325,000 on private security. Isn't that nice? Now, we'll be protected. What about the rest of us? Um, these are troubling times, I'll tell you. They're scary times. And we're not paying attention. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. At the top of the hour, all things uh, Simple Man Bill O'Reilly. He'll check in with us. We'll get his take on all this media 
all these media stories. We'll also have Joe Concha and Mark Simone coming up today.